Gentlemen, how's Welcome. it going? Brett, how are you? Doing well, thanks. You look good in your hat. You have an incredible looking hat on. I really do. You do too, Marky. Thank you. A loyal listener sent us these. He sent us hats, sweatshirts, t-shirts, a good friend of ours named Forrest Krim, a.k.a. The Dragon. And they all have the threefold cord podcast logo. Yeah, that he designed, created. Awesome. Uh, they look incredible. Are you saying we have another sponsor? He's a new sponsor of the show. His company name is River City Printing. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs, you can reach out to this good man. Now, he does live in Indiana, but he can design anything, and they can be at your doorstep within a couple of days. He does a great job. We highly recommend him. Absolutely. And we want to thank him for this incredible merchandise. Thanks, Dragon. Thanks, Worst. Gentlemen, it's the Threefold Chord Podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It is a special guest tonight. We do. And we're back in a special, place. Special guest. Where we started. The we, GS. Yeah. We've moved locations. The last time we were here, we had a Wessel. Mm-hmm. It was our first guest. And we're back in here with another Wessel. You're right. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Wessel. A.K.A. The Goat. We've got Welcome. a goat in the room. Am I supposed to say my own name there? I was wondering. Yeah, it's good. I'm in a library. It's one of my favorite places to be. Mm, books. We are surrounded by books. We are. Yes, we are. Have you read all these, Tim? Uh, a few. Okay. Man, but that's when I, when I look around, that's what I think. I was like, so many books, so little time. <laughs> these still have the little sign-out sheets in them. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. I think the wards put those together. I think you're right. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> It's great to have you go. We've been wanting to have you on for a while. Yes, I'm really glad to be here. I would start out by interjecting that I love the podcast. Mm. I've really appreciated you guys doing that. And frankly, it's one of the best things that's happened in the last year. So I've enjoyed it immensely. I do think it's one of those things that lacks in our usual church uh, interactions. We just don't get to know each other. So I've really appreciated the, the work you all have done just getting to know people so it's great yeah because even though we're we're back physically thankfully we still aren't able to really talk and just have those brief conversations either before or after sometimes that that we're used to and that's kind of what this is it's a conversation getting to know each other and this is what small groups and you were the one yes. tim that mm-hmm. started the small groups years ago and then we did that for a number of years and they were Lots of reasons why we say, boy, we should maybe bring those back. And then other reasons where we say, mm, you know what? But the, the <laughs> intent of it was to get to know people. Sometimes that was challenging depending on the size of the group. But this, I think, has taken that role of we're bringing the small groups to people, just one person, one family at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, convenient small group. Sitting yeah. around a table. Yeah. Well, Goat told other. me for years that he would like to, like once a week, take a family out to eat so you could just get to know them, ask them questions, you know, get to know them a little better. So yeah, I'm willing to be that. You're family. sort of a, yeah, Here it I is. would do that. 
Yeah. But that's kind of the, you know, the inspiration for some of this is to say this is the way we can finally do it. Great idea. Well done. Thank you. Tim, <laughs> you help people. <laughs> You're a doctor. I do try. A physician. Yes. What was your day like today? Without HIPAA violations, of course. Which we've had plenty so far. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> Is that yes, not a good... The guys are looking at me right now. I will make like, sure I don't have any HIPAA violations. Okay, no, buttons, you're good. Yeah. All right. Good Thank question. You. It's Thanks. a great question. Well, he's not the HIPAA violator. No. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> I violated last week. I love the Spires. You, mm -hmm. Yeah. What's not to love? Yeah. <laughs> Today, uh, I try to sleep in as long as possible, which was about 6.15 this morning because I had to drive to Lake City, so... I got in my truck at 6.45 and headed up the road. I listened to, I started the Spires podcast, actually, mm. as I was driving this morning for part of that drive. So, again, that's one of those things I love to do when I'm driving. So, thank you again. Um, and then I went to the hospital. I did some procedures, heart catheterizations. I put a couple defibrillators in, actually, and some people. Mm -hmm. And did. did a couple what's called cardioversions shocking some people's hearts and then i saw some consults and read some echoes read some stress tests and finally left there about 5 30 which was later than i intended oh it's just no so, big deal today no big deal yeah your typical average ordinary day as a cardiologist and shout out to my mom i talked to her most of the drive home it's april 1st by the way yes it is and so Indeed. we have a tradition where we I'm try to get it. each other on april fool's day so she sent me a picture of snow this morning or something which we usually do, but I hadn't done anything yet. Mm -hmm. So I called her as I was driving with my window down, and I said, Mom, I, I'm stuck on the side. She was like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm stuck on the side of the road. My truck broke down, and, and she totally fell for it. So it was mm. good. You got so her. So I got her. It was good. <laughs> and then she turned Thank around and yeah. told my dad that just to get him with my jokes. Nice. It was pretty funny. And but anyway. Yeah, there's the thing. As a parent... The thought of a child stranded on the side of the road. It's a yes. horrible thought. Yeah. So it's ruthless what you did. It's ingenious. <laughs> no matter what the age, you're no always No matter what did. We yeah. just experienced sure. that with them. It's, it's a yes, terrible feeling, but exactly. good work. Two good days work. ago, she had that happen to her. She yeah. had van drive. So I knew it would be poignant to her. But it worked perfectly. That's got to be, I mean, I think you named seven or eight procedures, major procedures mm -hmm. over yeah. the course of the day. I mean, you've got to be pretty mentally exhausted, maybe even physically, right, when you get done? Uh, not physically, but, yeah, mentally. I'm I'm really an introvert or a kind of a small group person. And so talking to 25 or 30 people in, in a day does mentally wear me out a little bit, I have to admit. So it's nice to come home and have a some quiet downtime. Mm -hmm. I consider myself an introvert. No way. Dude. Come on. <laughs> I do. Well, I'm That's, an introvert in the sense yeah. that, like, big groups don't activate me. Like, I I can handle that and perform well, but I'd much rather sit one on one or one on three, and uh, talk. So this is much better to me. Right. We've been trying to get you on. It was so funny because mm -hmm. you know we we have this challenge of, you know, the guys. We're always saying, all right, who's our next guest or whatever. And Tim, months ago, said, <laughs> hey, I'll be your backup. Anytime mm -hmm. something falls through yeah. because these guys have kids and we all have life. 
And there have been a handful of times here lately we said, Tim, we need yours back. And he's like, I'm out. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> well, I think it was two weeks ago. I was like, we couldn't figure it out. Or, or No, the Mitchells were going to Yeah, they had a baby. They couldn't. The nerve. Yeah. yeah. The day of the, the Mitchells. Podcast. How are Thanks, they? Carrie. They're good. I think so. Yeah, everyone's well. Oh, but I was like, let's, let's call Tim. I know he's ready. And he's like, this is the one Thursday I can't do it. We're going out of town. It Speaking was. of going out of town, I told the guys this. Goat is the best traveling partner you could ever hope for. If you've never traveled with someone, Take just a sit trip back with Tim and relax. <laughs> yeah, and let the chauffeur. He'll show you the way. He'll show you the way. You the way. Chauffeur yeah. you the way in America. I'm, I'm so far. I'm confined to America, but That's a good yeah, if you want to go anywhere in America, let's go. Yes, I'll he, plan it. He we'll plans it. it. He takes care of all the logistics. What was the person called that you used to call at AAA? A travel your, your, agent. Your travel agent. Yeah. You'd call them up and you say, this is what I'm thinking. Do those and exist they, anymore? I think so. And they would like highlight a map for you. They'd give you yeah, the way. Yeah, the road map. Where yeah, you stop. The, the triptych. The triptych, trip yes. Where the gas station. He's a human triptych. There he is. Yeah. I literally just said that today at work. We were trip talking about MD. Mm. I was planning <laughs> Dr. a trip, trip for somebody. And I said, this is... That's, <laughs> You should start a travel company. When I retire, that may be my little part-time gig. Family, yeah, yeah. It is more fun just to do it for your family and friends. Yeah, no we've lot. taken some awesome trips though. We spent a month on the road together, yes. traveling across the country in a car. That was yes. That's that when we were twenty years 20 old. Twenty years old, and that's after you guys became friends. Yes, mm, that was a, thankfully. Yeah, well, we still were friends afterwards. Let's yeah, unpack the traveling across the country okay. first. All right. Why did we do that? Goat. So I came to Florida College uh, as a freshman. From where? And from Ohio. So I, I, brief life history. Is that good? Please. Yeah. Please. I was born in Roseburg, Oregon. So I'm sort of an Oregon duck at heart. My dad was out there preaching at the time. And then we moved to Ohio when I was three or four. I don't remember that exactly. But grew up in Ohio. So I grew up in Ohio. Going to Ohio FC camp, which literally changed my life. Because from there, I, just, I came on down to Florida College. Um, came down, and there was I, – I liked most people on campus, but there was a couple guys I didn't, and mm-hmm. one was Mark Lloyd. <laughs> he and I just – we were – I think we met probably competing on the basketball court or something. Mm-hmm. It was Rams. competition yeah. involved. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's right. It was, it was early on. It's like, man, that, man, that Mark guy. I just yeah. don't like him. And but we yeah. started playing together, spending more time, and by the end of our first semester, we were friends. And let me let me go back there yes. for just a second. <laughs> so, I, one of the nights of the height of my Tim dislike, happened, <laughs> please tell me, happened where we were. I mean, we played basketball every night at Florida College. If we could, yeah. Every night, open gym, Let's after go. dinner, we'd go play till we it was. We had to be back in at eleven. Yeah. So to from, guard each other sometimes. Oh. oh yeah, because you yeah. total different styles, but a hundred percent, yeah. But we would <laughs> so go is of our friend group is like you know he's like the best basketball player, so it's fun to play with. That's but at the true, time, I was like, uh, you know, I was unhappy that he was better than me. And then <laughs> so one night we were all leaving to he, go play. He broke his legs, and I saw I saw Tim, and okay. I said, because up up to the. Yeah. Well, up to this point, we hadn't talked too much. We played together and stuff like that. Oh, you that. talked on the court, though, right? 
with I our, used to with talk our too minds. Much, I have to admit. Did you really? Well, Tim yeah. calls a foul every time down the court. Anyways. If I don't make the shot, I must have been fouled. Right. I mean, it's clear. So <laughs> yes. I, I see him. We're by the I library. We're, we're all about to go, and we're going to cross paths. So I said, I'm going to tell Tim we're going to go play basketball. I'm going to invite him to go play. So I was like, hey, man, you want to go play basketball with us? He's like, nope, got brain ball practice. And I was like, Ooh, insult now to injury. I know I hate him. Insult to injury. Because not only was he our <laughs> one of the best basketball players in our group, he was like captain of the brain bowl like his second week at Florida College. That's not So surprising. he's a genius and a, you know. And an athlete. And an athlete. So I was like, like in Tombstone, well, now I really hate him. I was definitely yeah. not captain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I really, really hate him. Yeah. And so that was That's sort of, uh, that was like the height of. That I'm was never, the zenith. I'm never going to be friends with this guy. And so he said yeah. to you. I tell you what, Mark. Let's have a spelling contest. He <laughs> he said that with his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Is that how yeah. you remember it, Tim? I don't remember that moment. I, okay. I'm sorry. That's burned into my brain, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. No, it was great. You were just Even using all of so your talents, your and now hate. we're best friends. He never so. thought about it. He never gave it a second that, thought. It, it was all me. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I would go to Brain Bowl and just grovel at Trevor Braley's feet. So let's well, just Trevor. Be, yeah. yeah, he's. One of the smartest guys I've ever met. Anyway, yeah. So Shout by the end of that, yeah. Hi, Trevor. Um, T. Mark. By the end of that semester, though, we got to be friends and good enough friends. We we're going to be in the play together. Mm-hmm. By the end of semester. Yeah. So this only so, took a semester yeah. of hate. But like November, yeah. exactly. Season so of hate. So by Thanksgiving, a season yeah, of by, hate. Literally by Thanksgiving, we were friends, the feasting sto- on the each other. The story here is you've you can't judge a book by its cover, right? Absolutely. You've got to put your what you think aside and give someone a chance. Well, and Mark, if I'm being honest right yeah. now, I haven't heard that Tim judged you. You judged him certainly with well, the brain no. ball. Tim, did you judge? Did well, you judge no, because he originally, let's, let's, let's he originally said, I didn't like this <laughs> yeah, guy. Didn't like I didn't dude. like this guy, Mark. Lloyd. We were, it was, that's yeah, right. it was kind of yeah. too competitive. Yeah. I started it. Yeah. That's no, I, I said that. Cause I think we were pretty competitive mm-hmm. and, uh, I think we may have kind of liked some of the same girls initially and things like that. So there was like this, it just was like friction competition. Yeah, sure. Okay, but as we spent sense. more time together, we're like, hey, we, have we should be friends. We have almost all the same interests. I mean, yeah. love sports, yeah. love singing. I mean, yeah, we were it, in the course together yeah. and we started doing we're so. like, why are we not friends? You love your sister. He loves your sister. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Well, I, you know, I didn't want to jump the gun. <laughs> Yeah, very briefly, we were in the play together, and mm-hmm. so I just called. I was like, Mark, can I just come down to your house a little bit early and uh, just hang out for a day before we go to play practice? Because we had to go yeah. back like a week before everybody else. Right, we had to be back early for rehearsal. To be in, uh, to be in the play. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I stopped by on New Year's Eve, and that's really the, the date. Uh, walked in and met Melissa. She was just hanging out with her brother at home, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And then we've been, I Tim and I have been say, together ever since. I shouldn't say on air what, you know, the pajamas and stuff she was wearing because it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw her and, and you said, I'm going to marry that girl or what? No, I mean, no, what but I did here? say, Mark, you didn't tell me you had a sister or something like that. So. And I was like, well, why would you care? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Melissa's so, cringing it's Melissa. right now. <laughs> yeah, Melissa it's Melissa. You. She's my sister and just yeah. leave her alone. I told no her. No big deal. Yeah. We haven't 
improved our relationship that much yet. That's yeah, right. That's what well, you said. Yeah. That actually is true. Yeah. But we it's were like, speaking at this point and he felt comfortable enough to call me right. to come to the house. So right. yeah, no, it did improve good. some. And by the end of that next semester, I'm dating his sister, but we've become best friends. Yeah. And uh, well, we, we moved were... into the same suite together that uh, that year. Oh, I stayed up with Dan Oh, that's Kingsley. right. You were up with Dan that yeah, first Dan year. Dan Kingsley. Shout that's out right. to Dan Kingsley. That's right. Um, Another smart guy. Yeah, I did not move in. You moved in with... Todd and Harris. Todd and Harris. Yeah. yeah. Reynolds, our two twins that are great friends. So anyway, to the travel. Um, by the end of that semester, <laughs> we had decided to go traveling. Mm-hmm. But Mark had to do some summer classes and stuff for his one of his degrees. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, and I had that first, that's when friends at the end of the school year would oh, travel yeah. for a month. That's right. We were on, yeah, friends yeah, was on the road for a month. I doing uh, that. Yeah, just doing like 28 shows in 31 days. It was insane. That's when we went and saw you in like different cities. That's right. All right, so by that summer, me and Todd and Harris took off and we just actually totally missed Mark that whole month. So we drove a month all over the country and we just... Had said we got to do it again next year because yeah. Mark didn't get to come with us, and so we just sort of did a redo. Mm-hmm. Went to some even I, I would say better places because uh, we got all the way out to Banff in Canada and uh, you know California, Oregon. They Rocky remember Rocks. when they stopped us at the border trying to go into Canada. Definitely, they made us unpack our entire car. Yeah, so we'd been on the road for about three weeks at yeah. this point. I mean, we're not taking care of ourselves. You haven't bathed. We're living out shaved. of a car. We, right. We're yeah, ca- we looked rough. Yeah, we were camping every night in national you know, parks. <laughs> and, and um, and you know, we pull up. We're like, can we get up, get up to Canada? <laughs> and uh, Wait, we had a, we had a yeah. video. Yes, we were videotaping the guy because we videoed we're everything. We're just goofing yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, so we had the big VHS that sits on your shoulder. Yeah. You know? yeah. We had yes. it with us. Yes. And he's like, um, y'all are going to need to come with us. Pull over here and step out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So seriously? We, yeah. So we, yes. They yeah they they pretty much tore our car apart to make sure we were okay. I was like, yeah. I remember saying to the guy one time, I was like, dude, we go to church, man. We're like, we're the that's what everyone will do. Like, bad some things. of the nicest right. guys you've met. Yep. He right. he no. wasn't buying. He it. just proceeded to keep unloading. He was everything. judging a book by its cover. He was. The f- he was okay to judge this book. We looked that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and they did find a BB gun and a few what hatchet some knives yeah yeah <laughs> they gave it all back though zip ties but it, it was funny there's this huge pile of our stuff now behind our car and i think it was harris who said now are you guys gonna put this all yeah. back wow <laughs> we made a complete mess quick pause do we still have these videos the vhs yes we do that's awesome yeah it's somewhere i've, I've tried that. to find it and burn it but, but do they still make vcrs and honestly it was so corny when i've watched it before i was just like this is wow this is just yeah it'd be so better bad not to be seen probably i want to watch it yeah it's pretty bad okay i'll look for it though thank you but anyway that's what we did we literally spent a month together in a car it's great yeah that was I, an awesome trip you forged your friendship on the road yeah i would say so travel with the trip tick with the triptych. Well, goat ha- goat loves atlases. Yeah. And so he would have, um, you know, there's no GPS or anything back then. And so he had you a had huge the moon and the sun. Yeah, he had a huge roadmap and atlas Give me a out. Few stars, I'm good. Yeah, and just <laughs> highlighted yeah. the whole thing. 
that we were going to. And, you know, we each took turns driving all through the night, and it was awesome. That atlas is still in my uh, nightstand. I, I still have the one you gave me because you, you did the trip and gave me one of the books, too. I have it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those we call them the Oregon Trails. And, uh, yeah, I still have some of those pictures. In fact, I have, I have, they can't see it, though. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Mm. Uh, I was about to pull out pictures. Sorry, folks. We pictures took a picture in front time. of Mount Rushmore. Like face like the guys. Yeah. Uh, I just saw the one at Banff the other night, mm -hmm. camping in Banff. Prettiest place on earth that I've seen so far. Right. Yeah. So Banff. we, Banff it actually Canada. is yeah. one of the most memorable days of any travel I've ever done was that day. We were in Banff and we just took off up an un, there's no trail. We were just going to climb up to one of these peaks and go down the other side. And when we got up there, it was just like the uh, scree. It's got a rocks just down the other side to a huge glacier that went down to this mm -hmm. little glacial lake. And there's there's nothing, nobody, nothing yeah. else up there. So we slid down the scree. Yeah. Then we literally laid on our backs and slid down the glacier, just hoping nothing collapsed underneath right. us. Yeah. Because you know, you're just sliding down ice that nobody, I mean, yeah. snow that nobody else has been on. And so we were pretty wet by the time we got to the bottom. And so we just literally laid out on these huge rocks just looking. I mean, we were just by ourselves, except you could see the little mountain goats up mm -hmm, on the at side. At the top. Yep. And, that was uh, awesome. Then the we, when we were hiking down, the we goat. saw that huge porcupine. That's that right. Right there on that stream or a little like, creek. Uh, so, well, that's what, so when I think of like amazing places I've been, probably that lake is like one of those awesome places that just, it's not a place anybody <clears throat> goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, a few people have been there, obviously, but. Yeah, we just just went over and did. Yeah, checked it out. <laughs> well, back then you could just pull over on the side yeah. of the road, and leave just, your car there. You didn't have to worry about. Didn't it. have to worry about anything, and we just yep. like climbed for like the whole day. And no day. cell phones. I mean, you're just out there. No. Yeah, and we did that multiple days. Mm -hmm. I and mean, we went to Zion and just went up on those ice cream cone rocks and all that stuff. I mean, it was just it was fun. We just pull over and say, let's let's go up there. Yeah, fun story in Glacier National Park. We uh, pulled over and did that and. Somebody stopped by and honked at us way down there mm -hmm. on the road. You know, we could far below us where we were, and it was the owner of 43rd Street Deli who was just driving by and saw Mark's car there with the Gator tags in Elijah yeah. County. He left a note on our car that said, Go Gators. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Out in Montana. Yeah. It was really amazing memories. Yeah. It was cool. Good times. Uh, my wife loves you, Tim. I, I love you as well. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> And having the respect of Michelle, that means something. Mm -hmm. Growing up in Ohio, there's no way you envisioned yourself in Gainesville, Florida. I didn't know it existed. No. I mean, speaking of go Gators, I mean, there's I know. no, yeah. and here you are. I know. God has moved in my life. Like when I look back at my life, it is easy for me to feel like Providence has just been making things fall into place. So thank you, dear Lord. That I can be sitting here with you guys. Because, yeah, growing up, I didn't have any thought about this. So it's uh, pretty awesome. And, and that's why I do encourage, especially lots of kids, but like going to Florida College or just even if you're not going there, just get away from your house for a year or two and just kind of experience other people, get to know other you know situations, other churches. Uh, there's so many different things. And so I, I always encourage people to do that, just get out a little bit or travel for a month at least, you know, just take off. One of the things that's <laughs> missing, I think, with the generation of kids is the socialization. Mm -hmm. It's the phones, the screens, mm -hmm. 
And so I think it's more it's more important now than ever that we force socialization like we used to have. It's <laughs> a great point. Yeah. Take off with your buddies. I do want to touch on this. This has always been something that has <laughs> troubled me. Um, and I married a woman similar to you, a, a person going back to FC here. Wait, a, a woman similar to Tim? Let me, let me unpack this all the way. <laughs> In the sense of... Yeah, yeah. yeah, not similar to you, Michelle. You're nothing like Tim, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, he's, I mean, I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Oh, boy. FC that is a good society, thing. like Michelle, yes. Tim, started at KO. Mm -hmm. Tell us why you left KO. Man, the same reason Matthew Richardson did. Sir. Mark Lloyd. Let's go. Mark said, let's go blue. And I'm like, and you have a KO shirt no, still. Actually, Mark, Anton, Harris, mm -hmm. all were going to be And like, Micah, right? What, Micah he wasn't there yet. Yeah. Micah was not there yeah. yet. Okay. So he was coming our in, but year. at the end of our first year, they were going to be like officers in 5 Sig, And they're like, come on. So all of my actually KO buddies, uh, you know, Brian Everett and some others were leaving. So I was, you know, didn't have a, a residual KO group. Mm -hmm. And my best friends now are on 5 Sig. So, yeah, I'm a, I admit it. When we were on no, Phi Sig together, all of us who lived together all had the number six on the back of our jerseys because we lived in Sweet Six. So our starting five on our basketball team, we were all number six. I am six. six. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just six. <laughs> and I still, I, the tooth, toothless cracks me up with your little, your name. There, yes. There's a story behind that, right? Yes, that was my uh, jersey. My second year, my Phi Sig jersey was toothless because, <laughs> well, actually... Uh, less than a week after I met Melissa, my future wife, I went down. We were playing basketball, and I got mm -hmm. my front tooth knocked out playing basketball. Just a quick elbow, <laughs> broke it right off. Wow. Brian Harden actually drove me to the mm -hmm. urgent care that night, and they're like, nothing to do. And so the next day I went to a dentist and started this. Uh, literally, it was like 15-month process of getting an implant put in my, for my front tooth. So I had a flipper. And a little fake remember, tooth remember on a flipper. Remember the fake tooth you could you could flip in and yeah, out. I love that thing. Yeah. So I'd look over I'd look over at the goat and he just have one tooth hanging out like this. Like you could. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. You could have it. Yeah. It, it was, was just. And a, you've got good teeth. It was like a retainer with just one tooth on the. Yeah. Bottom. It had like a stem with the Toothless. tooth, and he yeah. would just poke it out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> or I'd take most of my pictures. Like, did you have a girlfriend during this time? She lived in, you know, away, so Melissa didn't care. Yeah, Melissa. Okay. Yeah, 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 just mad. Yeah. 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 She didn't see you. Yeah, she was up there. With Michelle. With Michelle. And yeah. Michelle is so funny because I remember Michelle saying this of, yeah, I met this guy, you know, Tim <laughs> Wessel, and he just, he seemed, he looked so young. Mm -hmm. So young, you know. I mean, I Melissa going after the younger man. <laughs> when we first met the goat, he used to part his hair on the other side. <laughs> yes, I did. Sorry, Mom and Dad, I had and, to change that. And Melissa came up, she's like, you got to flip that. <laughs> yeah. You got to move it. Literally, wanna, she walked he's up like, me one okay. day. Okay. I want to feel like I'm looking it. in a mirror at you. And flipped it, he did. She, yeah. She combed it over one day, and that was it. <laughs> Never going back. <laughs> did she lick her hand and mm. rub? No. Oh, you know how you know how to do no. that? You know, yeah, to like to yeah, like mat to it down. smooth down a cow yeah, or something. Like your mom like, does when she's cleaning your eyebrows. Right. Or in your eye, you know, lick it. Maybe she just licked it directly like a cat. Yeah, that's that'd be disgusting. Like a cow. Speaking of animals. Mm-hmm. We were asked last week, oh. we've got the animal, one animal here, and I want to mm -hmm. touch on the goat, but the spires ask us, you guys ever figure out what animal you want to be? 
going well, back I don't, to last week? I'm going to let you go first because you and I have the same, but I don't want to steal your answer. Well, no, I thought about a, a dog. Yeah. But then I go, ah, is that really an animal? So honestly, I'll be, <laughs> I'd like to be the rooster. Mm-hmm. The rooster. Okay. Yeah. Farm I be, animal. I want to be the farm dog in the but, in the story. Why rooster? Why not? What a great answer, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Why dog? <laughs> but dogs are my favorite. Before we get off of chickens, can you demonstrate? <laughs> I knew he wanted to be a dog. I want to be the dog too. But we can't both. We be can the be dog, dog buddies. Oh. Can you do your chi- your hen sound? Who's laying an egg? Well, can you do that I, for us? I've got some patients that have happy chickens that we bought <laughs> their eggs for years. And Miss Ruth Brewer and I said this was years ago. I said, Miss Ruth, I have often wondered if chickens cluck when they're laying an egg. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if I was a hen, I'm clucking up a storm. Mm. <laughs> You're screaming. And yeah. And I said, and it would sound a little bit like I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Why did you and, raise up out of your seat did, and you did that? I well, wish there was video I'm to go on with that. And she said, Yes, chickens cluck. You would know this, Mark. I hear them every morning. When they're it laying It sounds the like something <laughs> terrible is going on well, out can there. Can you and imagine? And you <laughs> something see terrible eggs. is going yeah. on. Yeah. Now, every morning I hear it. <laughs> so she's a rooster. Dog. dog. If Mark's saying I could be a dog, that's fine. I'm be a dog. Okay. The dog. Did I you mean, think? I thought maybe horse. Because mm. the horses get to do all the fun things. Mm-hmm. Go on rides and, you know, they don't have to. Yeah. They get pampered. That. Yeah. Right? I could see that. have to work a little bit, pull things. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind pulling. It's no problem. They're so right. big and powerful. It's no like, problem. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Just like I can me. see that. Big and powerful. Like Brett the horse. Yeah. BTH. Buttons the Mr. horse. Mr. Brett. Yeah. The horse named Buttons. Right. Man, that's a good horse name. Too. It is. So we've got a goat, two dogs, and a, and a horse. It's a good team. It's good. Yeah. I'm a dog identifying as a rooster. I'll eat anything you guys leave. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> You're a so, dog. <laughs> would, so would you be a goat? <laughs> I almost have to be at okay, this point. Yeah. Have we told the story about how he got his name? I would Give love us to hear the it. story because people we not don't told know. That? No, I, I know t- this, but there there may be seven or eight people that don't. Did know we not the tell story. it on Dad's you did. podcast? We didn't. Yeah, I thought we did. I give a short version, I guess. I since it's did. come up. Yeah. Well, there's a Talk few about. reasons. First off, Tim will eat anything you put <laughs> in front of his face. I'll try it at least. He has no. He's like he never says no. I don't like that. I don't want that. He finishes everybody's plates. Yeah. He's like he eats everybody. like a goat. <laughs> yeah, we all we always I've said had to he, slow down on that. Yeah, recently, he was like a for years. You know, yes. and, and can we just pause here? I, here's something, I, and we've spent a number of dates alone. I love to watch Tim eat. Yeah, I'm totally enamored with mm-hmm. him with his food. I, this is the first I've heard of this. I know you have, so, and yeah. that's why I'm saying this because now it's going to be a little weird next so time we, we're together. But I love to watch right. him eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you ever seen how much pepper Jason puts on his food? And hot sauce. I have. And no, dude, he takes like half of the pepper shaker. <laughs> you good to pepper. Yeah. Pepper. It's pepper. It's incredible. Huh. So what is it about the eating? Is what it the way you, he chews? What do you like Let's, about the way he? We got to talk maybe, about it. You brought maybe it up. we should talk about this offline first. <laughs> no, it's just you're just. It's methodical. T- it's methodical. Mm-hmm. It's meticulous. It's <laughs> wow. What? You're appreciative of it, and it's and it's organized. It's a very organized organized mm-hmm. attack of the yeah. food, but not in a not in a, an unmannerly way. No, right. And it's yeah. very purpose very driven. Mannerly. Yeah, a purpose driven dinner. This food will be obliterated, Mark Warren. 
mm-hmm. just through the persistence of reshaping, drawing firm lines, bringing it in. It, that's completely subconscious, though, because I don't think about it at all. When I was a kid, I wouldn't let nothing touch. Everything had to be separate, and now mm. it's sort of just mix a little bit of everything in every bite. He but rakes it in. Pretty funny. Yeah. There you go. He rakes it but, in, indeed. Yeah. So By the time the I'm done eating, I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. It's done. Well, and he Are can, you finished with yours? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because if you slow it. When, and whenever I see Tim doing this at dinner. That's, <laughs> he's craning. When his he's neck gets two around. inches longer yeah. and he kind of looks up. Lean forward and yeah. look down. We're like, Tim's looking for more food. He's the Are goat. you done with that? He can also climb a mountain like a goat. I mean, he, he I never gets that. tired climbing. You've been on some hikes with him, Chip. I've hiked with him. Yep. And uh, he's he never we tires. Pushed, pushed you he's up a, a motivational goat. He is. He's he's the older, wiser goat that keeps everybody going. I mean, the he's got a great beard. Yeah, yeah. He is the bearded goat. Right. Mm. He never grows it, but he could. No, he could totally. <laughs> yeah, he could grow it. I do feel bad because the the name originated after I was encouraging my father in law to climb a mountain shortly before he had his heart attack. So, yeah. in hindsight, later. yeah. Thankfully. Right. We it didn't happen it up there. Up and down. You didn't quite make it on that. No, I sprained my ankle yeah. on that trip down. We were just yeah. bounding down the hill like goats. Like and uh, Mark Bruce Arnold trying to. And I stepped wrong and it was <laughs> all she wrote. Well, that's bad. Yeah. Bruce Arnold was a gazelle burping up fish row <laughs> yeah. descending the mountain yeah. when we were in Colorado. I've a never couple seen years ago. a faster human. We had to push him up to the top, and then he started down, and it was just on. It was he a was rolling gone. stone. Nothing but vapor trail. Yeah. And fish smell. <laughs> there, there's a hilarious picture that we have from that trip where we're all sort of together walking down the hill, <laughs> and off in the distance, you see a, a Bruce silhouette a just speck. sprinting away. He said, go bring me down, Bruce. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and stop <laughs> we're done no but that trip though bruce and i were totally content we did zero training zero which zero i would not training. i would not we're, recommend wait, how to climb just, a mountain people don't know what we're talking about perhaps anything. we yeah. are going to colorado it's phil's 50th birthday yep. year he wanted to do something physically uh exhilarating so exerting. i trip, so had said Tim. Yeah. yeah i was gonna climb trip a 14er every trip year Dick's got us that's right mm-hmm. i got you and so i said well, why don't you go do that with me we'll go climb a 14er which in colorado there's 53 peaks that are over fourteen thousand feet and you can walk kind of hike up most of them so phil liked the idea and before we knew it we had a, a little posse going with mm-hmm. us mark jason and bruce arnold the th- me and Mark and Phil did some training. I always walk uphill my treadmill and other things to get ready, jog. No, Jason and Bruce literally just we got up. on the plane and yeah. showed up. Push, play, say when. Showed up, showed up <laughs> with a bag and said, "When do we start climbing?" Mistake. Was that the? I was going to say, was that the right approach? Mistake. Well, we started at about four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pitch dark and about with headlamps. With, with about two minutes and in, in Bruce said. I'm going to need to sit down for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we Guys, up. forgive me. I need, I, I need to sit down for a second. <laughs> and here's the other thing for, for those of you listening. We met Chris Hanlon, who yes, is oh, as close yeah. to a goat, honestly. Oh, he he runs yeah. these trails. Ooh, I think he had shorts and like tennis shoes on, yeah, and we're all bundled up. Yeah. So yeah. we're holding him back. We're holding Tim back. We're holding Phil back. Mark is 
mark and bruce and i are just like trying to stay alive here's how bad it was this is this just gives this says it all jason powell was silent for like four straight hours can you all imagine chip not saying a word because you're just trying to breathe (laughs) he couldn't breathe you couldn't exert air to talk i have pictures of him i'm gonna try to find one here you needed it all it is just the stare of i'm about to die and we're speechless. But you so, weren't giving in. There were no breaks. I've experienced a flat affect. <laughs> yes, flat yeah. affect. That's what it was. He has. Uh, I'm, as you all talk, was, I've got to find one of these It was pictures. brutal. And so Bruce and I at one point, and I don't know where how high up we were at this point. At 13,000, you all were We said, done. we'll wait for you guys. We'll just wait right here. We're good. It we, was a we've done great. Back. Yeah, we'll wait. And the What's motivational goat. Switchback? Well, as you go up, you just cut back and forth. So you kind of make it up this little stretch, and then you stop, and then you got to go back up this way. Okay. So you're kind of just going back and forth up the hill. And we were just going to wait on them till they got back. No problem. You guys go. We'll be right here when you get back. <laughs> Tim's like, no way. And Mark's like, nope, not happening. And this man literally made bulldozer sounds. How was it? We counted steps. We, we did 10 <laughs> steps at a time. Mark mm, would bound mm, out in mm, front of us. Mm, mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. twenty go, steps at a time. Go catch the carrot. He was our carrot. He had an orange hat. He said, "Go, go chase the carrot." He just plotted. and one step, and he's going <laughs> behind us. <laughs> <laughs> and we made it. We did. I can't find fourteen thousand. What two sixty-seven? I think that one is. Yeah. And That's the heavens good. opened up when we got to the summit. We're thinking, oh, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Two or th- yeah, we were almost the summit. Right, almost the top. Yeah. The blizzard rolled in. Yeah, you couldn't see anything. I mean, it was so we got to the top, and you can't see any of the (laughs) any of the things we wanted to see. It was it's beautiful, totally fogged over. Yeah, we were hunkered down under rocks, and that's the point when I think the tear froze in Bruce's eye. Yeah, I just looked at that picture when he was he he was crying up. He literally had a tear freeze. (laughs) He was exhausted, relieved, and happy, and a tear rolled down his face and froze Mm -hmm. right there. That's how cold it was. But he made it. Oh, it was awesome. And then bounded down. Yeah. That's why it was just incredible. We yeah, started down and he was gone. So anyway, that's a great memory. I do have to admit, many of my great life memories continue to be uh, and are just around traveling. So I'm really a bit addicted to it. Yeah. Well, last year was tough because you guys had to cancel almost everything. All yes. the trips that y'all take and... We I, did make it to Glacier. We're like, we're all right. We can't go to Banff because we plan to actually go back to Banff for the first time <clears throat> since that trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we did go to Glacier for four days. That was really nice. It's one of the prettiest places in the country. So, yeah, if you're looking for some place to go, folks, Banff. I mean, <laughs> Banff's good. Glacier, <laughs> the Tetons. I mean, all the Rocky Mountains, love them. But I could go down the list. <laughs> Oregon is beautiful. Maine, we were just in Maine. So pretty. Yeah. You guys so, just I mean, got back. Just all kinds of great places. So if you need any travel tips, folks, if you're listening. <laughs> do, do you feel like people in this church know you pretty well? I think they know some of the big things mm-hmm. that are, you know, obvious for the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. We moved here when Zach was three months old. So I mean I've grown up here in many ways, but um, our family's totally grown up here. And then being a part of your family and the mm-hmm. Lloyds, I mean, we're sort of 
part of a rich history uh, of this church, which is one of the best things about the podcast. I, man, I just have enjoyed so much hearing some of the history from the older mm-hmm. folks. So yeah, I think a lot of the big things are known, but there's probably, you know, there's always more layers to the onion, yeah. as Shrek would say. <laughs> I, I've got a couple of things that I sort of admire what you can do, but is there anything you want to just say, like some of your maybe hidden talents that <laughs> that uh, people may not know that you that you think are interesting about you? Hmm. <laughs> I, maybe I should just let you. I was going to say, Mark, do you know a couple? Well, I, Mark knows me pretty the well. The goat is, <laughs> and people may know this. I don't know if they do or not. He's an incredible artist. Artist. Oh. I mean, you can draw anything. You've drawn me pictures as gifts that's that I true. still have to this day. I, oh, I was obsessed with, uh, he knew this, getting a boxer in college. And that's like the only dog I wanted. I was, and every year from the time I was about 12 to 20, I asked for a boxer for either my birthday or Christmas. And you got a Dalmatian one year. Yeah. Who, <laughs> we've got to talk about Trip one day. But um, uh, so... So one year, Goat took this, one of my favorite boxer pictures that I have in a book, and he drew it so well that I could barely tell the difference between the picture and what he drew. So that, like, that's how good of an artist he is. I don't know if people know that. That I mean, I didn't know that. Do you still draw, or do, is that just because you used to have like framed work that you would do in high school, and you ever get to do that anymore? I draw a little bit at camp every year because I have my drawing class. That's there. right. You so do that class, like three or four little sessions. I usually draw some things there. Um, I was going to be an architect growing up. I really thought that's what I was going to do when I was a teenager. So I've loved to draw houses and house plans. That's something maybe people, some people know. I've drawn the floor plans for all three of our last, our last three houses we built. So mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy doing that. So yeah, not as much as I should, mm-hmm. but I do try to still draw and do some artistic things. Was that something that was just, you know, natural as a kid and you just sort of figured it out or? It really was. Yeah. yeah. My dad actually uh, is a good artist too. Um, and so I, I think I just inherited that ability because I could always just draw. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something I had to learn or practice or anything. I love drawing. My favorite thing to draw is eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just when I was a kid and even now, if I'm just sketching, I'll draw an eyeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's cool. all exactly. watching you. Especially like Chip, I've got to say that was beautiful. Really? Yeah. That's I felt like I was way off. Who knows? You were way off, but it was beautiful. Oh. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't going to okay. say that. It was way off. Yeah. You're you're at the table with another accomplished <laughs> yeah. singer. Oh. You've, You've shared gone, some no, stages You singer. guys have shared some stages, exactly. Some yeah. big time stages. <clears throat> Goats, it, I mean, people may not know that you're a... You're a uh, a performer too. I mean, you were like the lead in a couple of musicals at Florida College. Yes. I mean, people know you as a song leader, right? And they see you up there, and you have this weird gene in your head where, that we've talked about a couple weeks ago, where you can sing the melody line of a hymn in front of the whole congregation and not lose six pounds sweating. The gene I have is I don't mind messing up in front of people. Yeah, that's that a, that's is, good. It is. That's good to have. It I is do a gift not have that. that. Yeah, because it doesn't bother me that much. I mean, I don't like it. I try to do my best. But if I mess up, it's just, I was trying and I did it. Just messed up. So I don't mind that uh, too much. I never purposely mess up, but I don't mind it if I do. So I just keep going. Yeah, I did do, uh, I did not know I was an 
<laughs> going to be an actor, but I went to FC <laughs> and uh, being friends with the Chandlers, I was recruited into that. And mm-hmm. so a thespian. To, he yeah. played an incredible uh, Thomas Jefferson yeah. in the musical 1776. Right. So that's what I was going back to do when Mark and I, well, and Melissa and I met at Mark's house there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we were in that together. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Then the next mm-hmm. year, I got to be uh, Henry Higgins in My Fair Lady, the yeah. clean version. I always like to preface that. Yes, that's right. We had to Florida cut a college. lot of things out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Lots college. of lines there that right. <laughs> for the children. <laughs> yeah, it's like half the script was gone all of yeah. a sudden uh, when you cut all the the cussing out of that script. So, <laughs> so don't watch the original one, folks. I'm yeah, not... <laughs> don't do that. Right. But that was it. Was fun. I, I would. I would like to do that again someday. That's one of those things that I said, when I retire, I wouldn't mind doing that again, mm-hmm. being back in that setting. It was really fun. Yeah. Speaking of retiring, you're a doctor. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. <clears throat> How did you come to that decision? And and two twofold question. How did you... Yeah, I'm the guy that, that brings us back in. <laughs> Thank you. How How did you come to that decision to become a doctor? And what would you have been otherwise if you weren't a doctor? Well, I thought I was going to be an architect. Mm-hmm. But I spent my senior year with like a mentorship with a local architect. And I just realized they didn't sit around and draw house plans and cool houses all day. That's just right. not what architects do. And I was like, well, that's that's what I wanted to do. So, But then I went to FC to be an English literature major. I was going to – I grew up loving J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. I mean, those guys. So literally at that point, that was my plan. Go to FC, then try to go to England, get into Oxford or something, and just be in, be in England for a while. Oxford See what professor. happened. And, professor. Uh, mm-hmm. But, no, I met uh, Melissa and Mark, and then I met their dad, and he was the first Christian physician I'd ever known. Really the first physician I'd ever known personally. I hadn't known any uh, doctors up to that point. And, and then I spent some time with him over the summer. I worked part-time in the office, but then I was just there a lot and uh, just loved it. And so by the end of that summer, I had changed my major and I went back second year to start doing my science classes and heading down that path. So it, it really just clicked. Um, so I think that's, I always loved science in that, that direction. I think, uh, you know, many people had asked me about that course and hadn't really been open to it, mainly just because I didn't have a vision of what it looked like as a young Christian growing up. Mm-hmm. just wasn't anything I've, I've been exposed to. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, Poppy, uh, as we call him, Mark Sr., was the one who really just showed me how amazing it can be to be a Christian doctor. Uh, and then here I've gotten to know all kinds of people who are doctors and other healthcare providers. And so really just that whole uh, area opened up because of the Lloyds uh, here. So that was great. And then it just kind of clicked and started falling into place from there. Um, and then as far as a, being a cardiologist, I, I thought I was going to be a surgeon because I'm an artist and I wanted to do stuff like that. But it just it didn't seem to fit when I hung out with surgeons <laughs> in, in medical school. And I, I rotated with some uh, interventional cardiologists at, uh, in Columbus at a community hospital there and it just fit. I was like, this is, wow, this is kind of what I felt like I was made to do. Cardiology it was, the heart. Yeah. So I, I wish... I do say this. I wish everybody had that kind of event in their life where they say, wow, this is this is it. This just fits me and my abilities and who I am as a person. This is the job that fits that in so many ways. So, 
Yeah, I'd wish that for anybody. And you enjoy helping people, I'm sure, if that's part of it. Yes. It is. I mean, and that, that's a line I do say a lot, truly. It's, I, I get to help people in ways they can't help themselves all the time. Because there's a lot we can do, um, but I think it's opened up not just medicine and other things, but, you know, the financial um, aspect of that also lets me help people in ways they can help themselves. And so that's been something I just value greatly. So I thank God every day and uh, try to live thankfully because it's all it's all grace. It's all given. And uh, so I'm trying to be a good steward of that and and uh, redistribute uh, what he's given me in the best way I can. So it's it's a great thing. So thank you again, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've talked about when you can attach your purpose to your paycheck. Mm. It's not a job. Absolutely. You know, and you get to, we're serving the Lord. No matter what it is, we're serving the Lord. We're brightening the corner where we are mm-hmm. with the sphere of influence, with the people that we come in contact with on a <laughs> daily basis. And it's a, I, I love, you know, and I wasn't going to touch too much about the professional stuff with you and me just because we always talk shop. But I love the fact that over the years we've had, and we're not going to violate HIPAA here, but we've had some mutual patients. No names. Uh, which... I sometimes, when I get frustrated with, I say frustrated with patients of going, listen, Mm -hmm. I've got someone you need to talk to. And it used to be Dr. Mark Lloyd, and he's retired and come back and retired again. (laughs) Hold on. You know what? And retired again. I've got a great friend of mine. You're going to love him. Congrats, Doc. Yeah. You're going to love this guy. We all sort of funnel people Tim's way. Dr. Tim. No, you don't need, just, I'll give him, I'll shoot him a text and just say, be on the lookout. Just (laughs) go talk to him. Yeah. He's like, why are you sending me these people? I don't don't know what to do with them. You know. No, they're good. (laughs) And I always, yeah, try to find ways to help people. You know, you can be as a subspecialist, you might even say there is a limitation to what I just can really practically do in some ways. But there's almost always some way I can help anybody who comes to see me. Yeah. You've said to me before that you're – your job you have is sort of your your side job. It's your side gig. Anyone who knows you well, and we all do, knows that your your first love is God and your family, and that's what your that's where your heart is. That's what you think about. You are you're one of the most knowledgeable Bible. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're a Bible scholar, and I, I truly <laughs> believe that. I I feel like I could come to you with I'll any question, and you would have either a, a reasonable answer or point me in the right direction or and that's a testament to your studying so I'll, I'll just put you on the spot here what's your plan what where do you see yourself in five years no, i'm just kidding <laughs> that's um, terrible no what is your is your is eldership in your future is that something that you desire we know that's the first uh that's the second qualification desire it's out of the desire. bag desire um but is that, Wait, desire. How is that yeah desire yeah <laughs> position yeah he's quoting his mother though. yeah yeah we were <laughs> side note we were at a church service in saint augustine and we went to the bible class the bible study before church this was 30 years ago <laughs> i was probably 12 years old and so we're sitting in class and there was a guy up front teaching and there the subject was elder qualifications and <laughs> so the guy opened it up to the the audience and said, "So what's the first qualification of being an elder?" 
And there was, a, I would say there was two or three clicks in the room of silence. And my mom as a visitor screams out the word desire. <laughs> and, From the back row, I believe. Yeah, we were, we were in the back row. And, um, and uh, the teacher said, the teacher said, that's not right. You have to be a man. <laughs> and so that, that was in his mind, that was the first qualification wow. of, of being okay. an elder. And so anytime we hear the word desire <laughs> now, we, we, desire. we have to imitate my mom saying That's it. Great. So second. But is that, I mean, is that something that like, you know, you do think about and are you pointing toward and. Yeah, it's not, and you're a male. And you are a man. Which is the number one. Thankfully, the first qualification. Just like Michelle, we we found out. That's right. Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's that's a great question. I think about it actually a lot. Um, I've always pictured and planned and tried to prepare myself to Mm -hmm. be an elder. So, yes, I do hope that that's in my future. Um, I'm not sure when. I definitely have also felt like getting my own children through the high school years and mm-hmm. um, successfully launched, uh, we may call it, off to school, um, is a really important thing to focus on. And I think you and your sister experienced maybe some of the difficulty of having a yeah. father who's an elder while you're a teenager. Yep. Yep. And so she has also encouraged me to wait till your own children don't need your attention as much because they've mm-hmm. gone off to college. So that's been my plan. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> kind of see how the years play out here yeah but regardless i I, have, I always feel like any man should follow that list of qualifications to become a, mm-hmm. a christian man mm-hmm. and so that list it may never be something you're going to do uh, to be an elder uh, but that list should be a goal for you or not even the list i don't, I don't believe those are like a checklist it's just that kind of a person mm-hmm. and when you see elders who we love and respect like we have here those should be the people that you're trying to become mm-hmm. when you're their age or their stage of life. Yep. And so I think I definitely feel strongly about that, that every Christian man should be preparing himself to be that kind of a person, mm-hmm. even if it's never going to work out for you to be an actual elder. So yeah. <clears throat> so that's the plan. Well, you, <laughs> you certainly have our vote, I would say. Well, that, uh... And we've been trying to get another elder. We've had one... A fit. Maybe our second elder here mm-hmm. that, that we've had on. We've been trying to get the other guys on here. That's right. Been striking out. So maybe this will open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, that's good. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I hope that's, to um, continue considering. Yeah. Well, that's that's encouraging <laughs> to to hear. Yeah, but I definitely uh, love to study and teach the Bible and uh, try to always be pressing forward with that. I think. The more we can fill ourselves up with the Word of God, the more it's going to come out in our, in our life, in our words, our actions, and uh, so kind of always taking time. And that's not just reading. I think it's good to read. Uh, been trying to make a point of doing that, um, but I strongly believe that uh, teaching is probably the best way to learn anything. Mm-hmm. And so I've been teaching Bible class honestly since I was 17 years old. As a teenager, my dad put me in the teaching role in the high school class because I, I just had some younger middle school. It's like it was just me and then some 12, 13, 14-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And so he said, Tim, just teach. <laughs> and so uh, I started teaching uh, when I was... No. I can't either. But Tim <clears throat> did 
Tim forced me in a way to do this when we were at Florida College because my first year, you know, I went to like University Church of Christ and yeah. uh, some of the bigger congregations up, up down there. And the second year, he's like, Mark, we're going to Dover <laughs> that's right. where there's like 20 people. And that's that's where we're going to church. Two of them were some of the most amazing Bible teachers you'll ever meet, Melvin yeah. Curry and Almond Williams. Yeah. But it was but a just small out group. in the middle of nowhere, a small group. And he's like, We're we're going there to work, man. You're coming with me. Todd and Harris <laughs> went with us. And they're Matt, from there. And Matt, Matt Johnson. And Justin. Yeah, Matt and Justin. So we had a so, whole group. Yeah. So not, we went out there and got after it. I'm not surprised because sort of what I've always seen you as is the glue guy. I kind of consider you the glue guy. You get people together. You get us together as men to spend time with each other. Yeah. If you didn't do that, we wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. And, and so I'm not surprised to hear that you've kind of always led the charge, yep. which I appreciate about you so much because I really feel like we wouldn't spend as much time together if you didn't kind of prompt us and push us. And I don't hear the bulldozer sounds behind me, but I know they're there. Um, <laughs> that's, that's always in my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go, Brett. Dozing forward. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of people would echo this of, you know, you're always teaching, and we love that. As a Bible student, there's a great temptation. Whatever book you're studying at that point, you go, well, this is my favorite. I mean, this is, whatever you're unpacking, you know, this is incredible. It's true. If we had to pin you down and say, all right, just, just pick one and humor us here, your book is what? Ephesians. There's no doubt I've gotten to teach that multiple times, and I keep going back to it because I think that book just has so much good stuff. But there's many. If you ask my family, it'd be Colossians because we've read through that book multiple times as a family. And they think it's funny because what are we going to – we should do something together. Well, let's read through Colossians. <laughs> you know, so, um, Madeline just referred to that in a talk she did recently for a girl's study. It's funny. Um I definitely fell in love with Ezekiel when I did teach that because that's mm-hmm. always been there sort of as a book I was scared to dig into, you know, <laughs> just intimidated by anybody it. Would. Yeah, exactly. But marathon. once I did, I'm like, this that's right. is yeah. so good. So that's good. <laughs> that was um, the last, I think, full adult class that was taught here, right? On a Wednesday night? Because you were doing we shut her down last college, year. Right? Yeah. You were doing Sunday morning and then you were kind of... <laughs> That was in the reviewing win- on the Wednesday night for the college kids, right? The fall of nineteen. There. So I think we did have one I was more in there with you. Yeah, yeah, for the college class. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I remember yeah. a lot about that class. Beautiful. But one thing <laughs> to Mark's point, and I'm doing my hands weird right now. Yeah. But to Mark's point about taking on Ezekiel, the bread, the dung bread. <laughs> yeah. That you talked about. The Ezekiel about. bread or the dung bread? The yeah. dung yeah. bread. That was mentioned quite often. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about cooking over. Mm. Yeah. It's good. That'd be Not, rough. Yeah. A little aromatic yeah. flavoring. It be infused. Yes. Throughout wow. every bite. Just a little <laughs> reminder of what your your fuel source was. What about your, um, what about spare time? What are you doing? Just if you have two hours to kill, uh, what do you, what do you, I've become a little bit too addicted to Words of Friends because um, mm-hmm. I do, I love words and it's just, that's one of those games that I can, I can easily just sit there and, and just kill 15, 20 minutes and I even know it, mm-hmm. just trying to come up with some great words. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, there's not a lot of downtime. I uh, do like to 
read some. I've started mainly audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Recently, downtime spent listening to the podcast and things like that. <laughs> so uh, I've I've really tried to learn to do that. But yeah, I got I have homework every night. Um, and so the other thing I do, and probably the other big I'd say waste of time, but I love it is. If I'm thinking about traveling or some trip, or even if I just think of a place, mm-hmm. if I pull up Google Maps now, because Atlas is, you know, they're, they're in drawers now, but right. I can just be lost in maps for an hour. Because mm-hmm. I'll click on one thing and I'll see maps and I start following roads and thinking about different things and what can you do if you're there. And I'll start planning a trip, you know, for <laughs> you know six months, a year a from now. Or, or uh, others. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's so perfect. You know, some Two bigger squares. trips in my heart now with uh some of those but um i started looking at maps and i'm gone yeah it's funny actually my scribe that works with me at at the office knows that if if a patient mentions (laughs) going to colorado or somewhere like that we're in there for 10 or 15 minutes he just checks out because we're going to be here for a while (laughs) or if if i come back to my computer and i pull something up on google maps he's just like i'm gonna go take a break (laughs) can you plan (laughs) a trip for the threefold cord on the road Yes. To go on the road. Can we have a road trip? Can I come? Of course. Well, yeah. You'd have to. All right. I'll start looking at I'm I'm this close to saying I don't want to take another trip unless you're coming. (laughs) They're they're just fun. No offense to to your family. Oh, I love your family. Yes, of course. Yeah. He's he's all our family. I do love planning trips. And going on trips. He's my brother. My brother. (laughs) Brother. (laughs) Brother. Proceed. Well, I'm glad we're friends now. <laughs> I am too. It's taken a while. Too. I am but, too. Yeah. <laughs> it took it a took while. A, it took a season. It did. Season of hate. Yeah. We had to get through some stuff. And you did. But you Quickly. can always come back. Always back. You can come Matt, back. To Matt's point. We just had to start dunking a little bit together on eight-foot goals. That yeah. kind of brought us together. That was fun. Right. The slam dunk contest. <laughs> and then you graduated the 10-foot. We goals. would travel around in our car, the four of us, us and the twins, to different basketball hoops around tampa just to find <laughs> places we could go dunk listen we one of the greatest basketball nights of our life yep. happened in oregon sure we did. were out in eugene oregon where the uh, oregon university of oregon is i guess the ducks mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. there's an underpass eugene. there under the interstate that's a that's a kind of a famous pickup place yeah to and go. we just went basketball. there one night and we played for about two straight hours and we won one game after the next. It was great. It was like one of the best nights of basketball we ever yeah. had. Yep. It was a fun night. It was. <laughs> we can play basketball on our podcast trip. Yeah, we could. Dominating. I probably pull something at this yeah, point. I gotta, yeah, I need to start warming up now. <laughs> yeah, start when stretching I was, today. I was sort of flexible back then. Yeah, speaking of flexibility, Tim Wessel is a lot of things. Flexibility. <laughs> he could be worse than me. Yeah. <laughs> the least flexible person. He yeah. is a stick. <laughs> Literally, that's about to snap. <laughs> that's your professional opinion? 100%. Yes. Speaking of which, I might need some. <laughs> okay. Can we do anything about that? I mean, you've told me to stretch for you years. You have to stretch. The and that way, seems like it makes me more sore to stretch, and I hurt my back when I stretch. That's my word for I the year. Stretching. It's Phil's it's word, but mine it's, too. that's our yeah. word for the year. I know. Which one? You know how much stretch. I stretched this year? That was Dioko. A little bit. Well, Dioko, one meaning of Dioko is stretch. Yeah. yeah. Stretching. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You, you stretch. Yeah. I was like, Phil, you read our minds. That's I, word. Yeah, I stretched some yesterday, <laughs> and I have sore hamstrings today, <laughs> and that will make me not want Doesn't to stretch anymore. Doesn't it feel anymore. good, though? The sore feels good a little <gasps> bit. No, it doesn't. I, I feel like I'm going to pull something at all yeah. times. Jason, and, and I don't know. Were you a camp? No, you I weren't a camp when I hurt my back. 
I was thinking about my I've back seen, injury. I've seen him at his worst, chiropractically speaking. 36 years old. I it became was, an old man. It's not right funny, that day. but trying to <laughs> adjust it. him on a cot <laughs> in a room, sweaty. No, you, you tried, and you were like, Dude, I'm just walking away. I, I yeah, can't help you. I cannot yeah. help you. Hey, he's going to be counselors with us this year. Yes. This is group three right here. Group three boys. Are you ready for this, Goat? Oh, yeah. Have you been in group three? Have you Have you sort of been in that age group That's where you can... Just think I so World War One trench for warfare. several yeah. years. I haven't. I don't think I've ever been in Group Three. Now that I think about it, but for several years, like at a Colaqua, I had the fourteen-year-olds every year. Okay. So I got that group that just right graduated, yeah. and it, yeah. so it's the similar. There's definitely some goofiness and yeah, kids trying to grow up. Keep well, that back room in case that snoring gets out of hands, because yeah, I make you no promise. Oh, yeah. You're gonna have to sleep out with us. Yeah, because we sleep be, out there on yeah, the floor with the kids. Bring earplugs. Sounds like and, going uh, Abe Peters with some ear- earmuffs too. <laughs> yeah, and the little mask. That's Have you right. tried mask, mask, wear clothes? Earplugs? What? Have you tried earplugs with Jason in the in the cabin? I I haven't. Only here's what I, here's my problem with earplugs is I feel like I'm gonna miss something if something <laughs> were to happen. Yeah, you know you what got I'm saying. FOMO? I'm just you know well, there's like always kids, kids falling out of there's bed. There's always kids falling out of beds yeah. and oh that's true. And someone he's just has like away. he's not gonna yeah he <laughs> nothing will wake him up. I'm so jealous every year. The noises. I can't wait. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna record. It's gonna be great. Please do. I will come back with some recording. It's gonna be great. Mm. I look over one night. This was at winter camp a couple (laughs) years ago. I look over one night and he's laying on his side, and he's got his hat over his head and he's he's peering at me through this one eye (laughs) under his hat, and I can see in his eye that he's just saying, "You wait for because in about an hour from now, I'm just going to be destroying every chance you've had to sleep." Uvula Beatdown. He just wrote a song about it that I'm trying to learn and I, record. I want it's the and greatest it's one song. Uvula yeah. Beatdown. I know. We, How's Charlie that and I sing is that it. happening? It is. I've I've, I've been practicing oh it. Um, trying to learn the words. You know, they have a new device that might work for you. It's it, a little pacemaker that goes to your tongue. Please really? put yeah. that in him. Can you put it in him? <laughs> Can you put it in him surgically? It's, it's here. Is it like a little chip? <laughs> a chip no. has a chip. It literally is a, a chip with a chip. a chip. Give that man a chip. Who stole my chips? <laughs> Give Mark the remote to it. Dude, I will light you Wait, up. Like a might... t- How about a taser? Can we install a taser? Let's implant this at night at camp. Oh. It'll be great. A good memory for the kids. Yes. It'll be fun. He won't even tasing. feel it. Josh Wallace can hook us up, maybe. Uh, Who has a taser? He's got to have one. Yeah, and he's been tased. <laughs> yeah. Don't tase Sorry. me, bro. No, don't tase me, baby. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Whatever happened to that dude? What's that guy doing right now? I don't know. Who he's knows? not having as much fun as us. No, though. there's no way. It's it's an insane world that we live in right now. You're a godly man. So many people respect you uh, and appreciate uh, your love for the Lord, the way you just interact with people in a professional basis, of course, but on a personal level here and a spiritual level with this family. But in those moments, in these days where, you know, we might struggle, what is it? What do you, what do you draw strength from? I have a complete bedrock conviction that God is real and he created this place. So I I think I've come to that. That's been something I've, really struggled I, I've taken the time to struggle with it because I don't think it should be a simple answer for people like me who delve into science and 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 have to deal with that um, but at this point actually the more we learn the 
the more obvious it is. So that's gotten easier, I think, over time. Um, just throw a shout out to DNA and uh, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to talk mm-hmm. about because there's no question. The more we learn about DNA, it it's a language, and language only comes from intelligence. So anyway, but I think there's that bedrock faith in that. But then it's just my love for the Word of God. Um, but underneath it all, I have to admit that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And and I fear God, and I believe there's a heaven and a hell, and I firmly believe nobody talked about hell more than Jesus, and he came down to this earth to warn us all, and he did over and over. He, t- he kept telling us, there's hell, and you don't want to be there. You want to be with me. And so I do have a foundational fear of the Lord, and I think the more people that could develop that and deepen their fear of God, not in the all and respect sense, but in the dread <laughs> and just true fear sense, because uh, I think judgment's coming and, and we should all be live every day with that in mind. But then as I've grown as a Christian, now I love God more than anything else. And so I talked about that a lot, maybe with Ezekiel. And then on from there, just that idea that f- to fear God and love God more than anything else is, is just, it's just in my heart so deeply now that it's, it's I don't even think about anything coming between us. I, there is no way I'm going to betray God because I fear him more than anything else. And I love him more than anything else. And that's God in the fullness of that with the spirit who dwells in us now, and Jesus, who died for us and intercedes for us, and, and the Father, who empowers all this. So just uh, that f- deep-seated fear and love is um, something that I've really developed, and uh, it's it's so deep in me now that I'll, I'll burn for it. That's fine. I mean, you do whatever you want, but I will not betray uh, my God. So, And that's, that's you recognizing the complementary nature of fear, and love, but to the point where it's not just an emotional relationship. So many people in church, you know, try to have an, you know, make Jesus an emotion, so to speak. You have an authentic relationship with our Lord, each one of us. It's a whole new level at that point when you reach that stage. Yeah. There are real beings that want to be known by us and have made themselves known. And the more we can know them, then I think that's the way to grow in your fear and love for him. Get to know God better, and you'll fear him more, and you'll love him more. Well, I feel like we know the goat better now. I do too. (laughs) And I thought I knew everything. Yeah. And I'm glad we know the goat. Yeah. Me too. Thank you very much for letting me come on. You guys have been asking me, I know, and I did hesitate because I, I just wanted to get to know other people so much, and it's just been great. So I I can't wait to hear from more people, <laughs> and I enjoyed. It. You had my own two of my children on so far, and and that's that was really great too because it's oh, there's few things better as a parent than getting to hear your kids uh, you know speak and act and live in a in a godly way and and uh, kind of take some things and hear your own words echoed in their words and and you know you know that you're making an impact so it's great. Thank you very you much. You got to have Charlotte on someday though. Yeah. Because we didn't even talk about the kids. We didn't talk about so much. It's the problem with this when you say, well, we're going to try to stay around an hour. You know, <laughs> there, it, there's too much yeah. to cover. And I don't think Melissa will ever come on. So no. it's a- <laughs> Melissa, just to try to, to try to keep this under an hour would have been bad. Yeah. Oh. 
There it is. You know, and, and that's, with that, and that's just a perfect thing. God bless everyone. Yeah.